0: In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. A number of years ago in the 20th century, (laughs) seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? Uh, There was a woman named Kathleen. She had been born in Ireland, and her father died shortly after she was born and her mother died when she was five. She was raised by aunts and uncles. She married, moved out of Ireland, and raised her own family. By the time she was in her 80s, her family realized that she was too frail for them to care for her, so they put her in What used to be called an old folks' home, or we call a nursing home, so she could safely live out the rest of her days. One day, when her son was visiting, she said, I think we need to ask the nurse if the person in the next room can turn down their radio. And he said, Uh, I don't hear anything. She said, really? And he said, no. She said, well, it's very, very light, so I guess it's okay. As the days went by, she began to complain to the nurses that somebody had a radio on. She was hearing it more and more often, and it was getting louder So they called the doctor in, because nobody had their radio on. And the doctor examined her and looked at her chart and realized that she had had a stroke a few months before, and that perhaps that was somehow interfering with her brain. There was nothing that could be done, so the weeks went on, and because she spoke so often of it, they decided to call in another doctor, and this doctor's name was Oliver Sacks. You might be familiar with him. He died only recently. And Oliver Sacks was a physician who had a wonderful curiosity a vibrant sense of humor, and was well-known for having a healing touch. So he went in to meet with Kathleen. And he said to her, tell me about the singing that you're hearing. And she said, well, it's a woman's voice, and it's actually a beautiful voice. And he said, can you understand what she's singing? And she said, no, but it sounds like Irish. I can't speak Irish anymore, but it sounds like Irish. It has kind of a lilt to it. And I think it's a lullaby. And he said, isn't that wonderful? And he said to her, you know... Psychologists say that all of us have deep inside of us a place where our earliest memories are. And at some point when we're very young, that box of memories gets locked, and there's no way to get into it. And he said, I understand that your mother died when you were just five. And he said, I'm wondering if your stroke, like a little earthquake in your brain, cracked open that box, and you're hearing your mother sing you a lullaby. Kathleen thought for a moment, and then she smiled, and she said, I like that. I like that. And Jesus said to the woman, You have been set free from your ailment. All of us there at one point or another have felt bent over. Kathleen was bent over with age, but probably also from a grief and a loss that never had been healed. And there's no telling when Jesus is going to call out to us, when God is going to call out to us, so that we might be healed of whatever it is that bends us over. It might be grief, a sense of loss, it could be fear. I talked to the kids at nine o'clock uh, about things that bend us over. You know, when if somebody calls you names in the in the playground, you felt bent over with self-consciousness and shame. There are lots of things that bend us over. I think that when we're bent over, we can only drink life from a straw. And you know, there's just so much you can get up that straw. And God needs us to live life more fully than that. God needs all of us to be able to stand up straight. If I was to entitle this sermon this morning, I would simply say the title is Call. God called the woman, and you can't help but wonder, now that she's standing up straight, what's her life going to be like? It's awfully hard to get out of the familiar normal. We have to act differently, be differently. I bet that was a challenge for her. In some ways, it must have been comfortable to be bent over. She has a new name now, Daughter of Abraham, no longer just the woman who's bent over. We hear the call this morning of the prophet Jeremiah. And this is so typical of call. Whenever we feel called, there is always this resistance. And Jeremiah said, I'm just a kid. I'm just a kid. I can't do this. Sure, sign of call. Moses said to God at the burning bush, "But I'm I I'm not a good speaker. I'm slow of speech." Isaiah says, "Oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy." I remember once being at the ordination of a of a woman that I'd known for a long time, and um, and she she came up to me uh, just before she was ordained, and and she said, "Oh." I'm just not worthy. I'm, I'm not worthy. And I said, of course you're not. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with worth. It's got to do with grace and the love of God. You know, it's kind of a false humility. None of us are worthy. We're not worthy of the terrible things that happen to us, and we're not worthy of the grace that God bestows upon us or the healing. It's about God. It's not about us. Ezekiel responds to his call by saying, I don't know what to say. And what's important to remember when these calls are issued is that God does not call the equipped. God equips those who are called. Might have been a good thing for Ryan Lotke to remember that. Basil Pennington says that the fundamental thing about call is that we are called to intimacy with God. So it's noticeable that all these things get conversations going. Oliver Sacks had a conversation with with the woman. Her mother from long ago is having a conversation with her. God has a conversation with Jeremiah, with Ezekiel, with Isaiah. God wants us to get talking. God wants us to be curious about what's going on here and surely to say, but I'm not up to it. That's a good kind of humility. God calls all of us. God calls all of us to stand up straight. Alan Jones, who was here, Last year likes to say, The kingdom of God is when we stand up straight and say, I am. Here I am, God. God speaks to each of us as he makes us. That's what the poet Rilke says. God speaks to each of us as he makes us, then walks with us silently out of the night. These are the words we dimly hear. You, sent out beyond your call, go to the limits of your longing. Embody me. Flare up like a flame and make big shadows I can move in. Let everything happen to you. Beauty and terror, just keep going. No feeling is final. Don't let yourself lose me. Nearby is the country they call life. You will know it by its seriousness. Give me your hand.